0: Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey, and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. Elizabeth Gaskell's novel, North and South, was published in 1855. In this podcast, I'm going to give you a bit of an introduction to this novel and place it inside its historical and social context. Now, if you consider a novelist like Jane Austen, Jane Austen was writing about 50 years prior to Elizabeth Gaskell. And in Austen's day, the Regency period, she was mainly concerned with the lives of middle class people, um, their social meetings and gatherings and balls, um, the main uh, places of the day that attracted fashionable people would be places like London or Bath or Seaside Resorts, which feature heavily in Austen's novels. And Austen was using um, a buildings roman structure in a lot of her novels to, to show the, um, the coming of age and a movement to maturity of um, a female protagonist. And usually there would be a love story uh, with a marriage plot at the end. Now, Elizabeth Gaskell's very much drawing on the uh, form of the novel um, as Austen developed it. And in North and South, we have a young female protagonist in Margaret Hale. And the novel, like Austen, is a buildings roman where um, Margaret comes of age and she grows in maturity and her character develops and changes as she learns more about the world around her. There is also a romantic uh, plot as well, a marriage plot where um, Margaret and John Thornton's relationship develops. um, And by the end, they will get married or at least get engaged. But where Elizabeth Gaskell is really differing from Austen is in the historical and social context of her novel in 1855. Because by the time Elizabeth Gaskell's writing you've got the heart of the Industrial Revolution in England. And really, the impact that had upon society was absolutely immense. So, gone are the the days of of Austin and the the balls in these kind of regency towns. And the setting, um, there are three settings in North and South. You've got London, the heart of fashion and commerce. You've got the kind of sleepy countryside, Helston, which would be completely um, at home in one of Austen's novels. But then you've got the northern city of Milton, which is a fictional city and based on Manchester, which is where Elizabeth Gaskell lived for most of her life. So this um, industrial northern city um, provides most of the setting of the novel and the very title, North and South, shows you that there's going to be this huge contrast in the industrial northern city of Milton and the ways of the south in perhaps London or Helston. Now, Elizabeth Gaskell um, has a really interesting background because Her father was a Unitarian minister and he resigned his orders on conscientious grounds. That is, he didn't agree with the teachings of the Unitarian Church. And what's really interesting is that Elizabeth Gaskell married a minister herself, and in the novel, Margaret Hale's father does a very similar thing to Gaskell's own father. He um, resigns his position on conscientious grounds, which means they lose their home in Helston and have to relocate to the north, um, to Milton. So there's a background there of religious values which is also um, a key thing to understand in the time that gaskell was writing in the victorian era you have uh, darwin's theory of evolution and you've got what was known as a general crisis of faith you have many prominent writers like matthew arnold questioning the, the very existence of god um, and a lot of people were becoming more liberal with traditional christian doctrines Elizabeth Gaskell would have been one of those people. She she was a Christian, but she was fairly liberal in her doctrine. And as part of the Unitarian Church, what she felt was the most important thing was helping the poor and helping others. So there was a real emphasis in Gaskell's own life on um, the role of religious people helping people out of poverty. And at the time in the Victorian era, both the Evangelical Church and the Unitarian Church were doing a lot amongst the poor of the city. They were providing Sunday schools to make people literate. They were offering um, food and relief when people were in abject poverty. Um, And Gaskell very much um, bases her novel on the real uh, things that she's observed amongst very poor people. So here's another really important distinction about Gaskell's writing. It's very different from Jane Austen because whereas Jane Austen... In Jane Austen's work, the servant class is almost invisible, and there's virtually no working class characters at all. In Gaskell's work, you've got this mass cross-section of society. Um, Margaret Hale, the protagonist, is not a wealthy character, but she is, you know, an educated middle-class girl. She's friends with um, her wealthy friend Edith, um, who is part of this kind of established set in London. Um, but then you've got this new class of people emerging who were the masters, the ones who owned the factories and the, um, the, the, the industry workers, the ones who owned um, the industry. And so John Thornton is in this new emerging middle class of people. He's not got traditional wealth that he inherited such as Mr. Darcy would have done, Um, he's a working man and he's worked his way up out of poverty to where he is today running um, the mill. And so you've got this new class of people who are not traditional aristocracy and they don't own any land, most of their premises are rented, they're making money through trade um, and they are... uh, not educated formally in the way that um, gentlemen would have been educated maybe back in Austen's day. So you've got this kind of new class of people and then underneath them you have all their workers and the working class people. And Gaskell really gives us through Nicholas Higgins and his daughter Bessie a real window of insight into how people lived. And so you've got a real sense that this novel is not just about North and South in terms of geography in England, but it's also about uh, wealth and poverty. It's also about the contrast between the way people live in different sections of society. So to summarize then, Gaskell's novel is going to be very much speaking into the social historical context of her day. And as such, even though it is a Bildungsroman, even though there is a, a romantic plot, it's known as a social novel because the novel looks at the issues in society between the rich and the poor, the uh, factory owners and the factory workers, um, and this novel really looks at social mobility and how um, the the old ways are passing away um, with with new. Um, ways of doing things, but also this novel explores the conflict between uh, masters and workers, traditional wealthy people and the new emerging class of merchant workers. Um, And ultimately the novel's message is about establishing better relationships in order for there to be unity with these very different sections of society. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Teach Me Lit. I'm always open to requests. So if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.